Welcome everybody to Halfway to Heroes. I didn't say an episode number because I'm not sure exactly where this one is going to fall into the feeds because we're reaching speeds 88 miles per hour. We're going back to the fucking past. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, this is going to be a very special episode. This is actually a prequel episode, mostly to buy me time before we kick off what very well may be the last arc of the campaign. We are going back to Academy Day 1. That's right. The refundables are not the refundables because I just now realized you guys don't have a team name until year four, which was the first episode of the actual show. So I guess <laughs> you guys aren't the refundables yet. Uh, yeah, we are going to go all the way back in time to your guys' first day at school. Have not met each other yet. The scene opens up and we are in a mostly empty dorm room with just the four bunk beds. Two on the left wall, two on the right wall. A little bit of a empty space in the back wall with a window, a single window in the middle of the wall. Who would be first to arrive? It's about 8 o'clock in the morning, 8.30 in the morning right now. I'm there. Altrex is there. I'm super punctual right now. Altrex, you open up this door. Uh, you know you know that they unlock the dorms at 8 o'clock, Altrex, uh, for the, like the first time year, uh, first time students. And you are there at 8 o'clock on the dock. You actually see a Klug walk up and look at you and then unlock your dorm uh, because you don't have your key yet. And then uh, walk over and he walks down the line, starts unlocking all the other doors. And Altrex, this door swings open and you just see those four empty bunk beds and that empty space in the back. I just, I just walk in. I don't even know if I have a bag at this point. Do I have a bag? Like, do I have books or anything like that? You know? Yeah, I, I definitely think that Altrex would come with every single supply that was on the school list that was handed <laughs> out. Yeah, I probably, I would, I would too. Okay. So I just, I, I walk over to the corner and I set down the bag. That's just chock full of shit, books and everything, but it's all piled really neatly in there. And then I look over and in my head, I think that's a nice corner. And I just go stand in the corner and check it out. And I'm just <laughs> waiting right there. <laughs> who would, who would, who would come in next? And what time do you think it would be? I feel like Merlin would be on time. Yeah. Yeah, I see him coming kind of He just comes too. in and takes a nap immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so Merlin, you can come in. It's like uh, 8.30 now. It's been about a half hour. And uh, the door is already unlocked. You open it up and you just see a big robot man standing in the corner. I'm still used to being a soldier, remember? So I just look over at you. Greetings, fellow. I salute you and say, hello, I'm Ultrex. I'm calling this corner. Oh, that's that's no problem. I'm going to jump on one of these beds here. Roger that. I just don't know which one to pick. The left or right one? This, this is crucial. <laughs> Does it matter? <laughs> it doesn't matter. I, I just know it's the bottom one. Roll it. Yeah, roll for <laughs> it. I'm, I'm just going to run and jump on uh, one of the bottom bunks. Don't break your hip. I, I picked the bottom, right? Yep. Because uh, Clyde's old. got... He's, Wait, he's got both. Yeah, Clyde's bunks. got both. Does Clyde have both tops or both bottoms? I got 
top and bottom. Yeah, he's got on one whole wall. Okay. I didn't take the bed, so he has that whole side. Okay, I thought he scooted two of them up to each other and had... Okay, I got gotcha. you. Wait, no, no. Yeah, I have one whole bunk bed, top and bottom. I can't bottom. go on a top bunk, can I? Or did I take a top bunk? I think we did. I, I think, think you did. and Merlin share a bunk bed. I think I did, even though it's not like it doesn't make sense because I'm like 600 pounds. It's the most sturdiest <laughs> bunk bed you've ever seen in your life. Mm-hmm. And then I got one whole bunk bed to myself, but I sleep on top too. Okay, guys, I can't. I can't remember, guys. <laughs> okay, I really thought that Clyde had two that he drugged together. Uh, either like two. I don't know. Okay, that doesn't make sense now. Dragging a top bunk. Because <laughs> the bottom bunk. Okay. So yeah, together. he would have to have uh, one full bunk bed to himself. Okay. The bottom bottom is for beer cans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And tops for deer heads. <laughs> yep. That's where I throw my empties. <laughs> Who would be coming in next? Probably Clyde. I'm slow. Yeah, I can come in. <laughs> He's shy. I'm coming dude. from the jungle. <laughs> 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 Like macheting you. <laughs> well, I would be on the docks, but I'll just say that I paid Rux a last visit or something. <laughs> so, Claude, you you uh burst you, through this door. You guys I mean. can hear me coming. Yeah, you, Claude. What are you? I, what are you uh bringing in to the? I dorm? got one deer head under my left arm, <laughs> one deer head under my right arm. And the one under my right arm is kind of big, so it won't fit through the doorway. And one of his antlers breaks off. And I throw those on the top bunk, and I start hammering nails in the wall so I can hang them. And then I go up, pick the other antler up, spit my gum on it, put it back. <laughs> and I just crack open a cold Bud Light. <laughs> Do you say anything to your two roommates in here? Yeah, I get comfy on the top bunk, crack it up. I'm like, howdy, y'all. <laughs> I'm Clyde. Merlin's just looking at him, shaking his head. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, I'm Merlin. Hello, I'm Ultrax. What are you, Merlin? What do you mean, what am I? What are you? I'm a human. What are you talking about? Yeah, are, you, are you like anything cool, like a warlock or a wizard? I don't... Uh... Well, I'm a warlock at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a warlock. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, I think so. I think that's what they call it these days. Cool, cool scissors, man. Thanks, man. You would you like a haircut? It looks like you might need one. Yeah, I want a permed mullet. <laughs> <laughs> now we need all new character art for Clyde for year I never, one. Th- I never said mullet. he did it. He did it, but you didn't like it. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> And I just look over I look over at all tracks like, hmm, that's a nice robot. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> probably spooks you a little bit. You probably think it's like a fucking Alexa or something in the corner. Okay. I started <laughs> looking for a remote control. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> all tracks, turn off. <laughs> I don't work that way. All tracks, play hollow notes. <laughs> <laughs> What are hall notes? <laughs> All right, we'll say that it gets to be uh, you. You three can get acquainted for a little bit, and it takes like a full hour. Um, <laughs> Ubo gets in around like ten o'clock in the morning, and uh, Ubo shuffles in through the door. No, and I'm you gonna sneak. 
I'm still, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still on high alert from the Okay, jungle. let's do it. Yeah, sorry. So, so I'm, I'm tiptoeing in, and I have a machete, <laughs> a bag full of snacks from my mom. Wait, they're, not, they're not cookies. Are you holding the machete they? like open your hand when you come in the door? Yeah, because I'm like sneaking like with the machete. I'm gonna fucking I barrel roll over to the middle of the room and hold my hand up. Drop the weapon. I just I drop it. <laughs> <laughs> Tucks his tail and runs. Oh, oh. Am I in the right place? I don't know. Are you? I don't know. Am I? <laughs> Where are you supposed to be, Sonny? Uh, the school. Yeah, yeah, we're in the school. All right. You guys must be my roommates. Are you a student? We are here? in room 202, by the way. Uh-huh. I don't think we ever knew the room number. That <laughs> is second story. Yeah, we're all first years. Are you a first year? Yep, yep. What's your name? Uber. Huh. Well, nice to meet you. <laughs> Sorry about that. Here's your machete bag. Oh, thank you. What do you do, Ubo? Uh, I just steal things <laughs> for fun. <laughs> you see all Trek's eyes go from regular to that angry eyebrow look. <laughs> I'm lawful, lawful good right now. I don't like that. I don't have anything to steal but deer heads and beer cans. It's just for fun. And then I live in the jungle. Uh, work on the sh- docks. That's about it. Steal shit. <laughs> you know, I just realized Johnny's the only other character that I could give a haircut to in our group. Yeah. <laughs> no, I had hair back then. <laughs> Turtle. You have hair now? You have a little bit of hair? Yeah, he had the cul-de-sac. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I lost it at a young age. Uva, what are you bringing to the school? Besides the machete? <laughs> Snacks. Snacks? Like, did, did you bring any kind of the books that were on the school list or anything? Like pencils, oh, paper? Forgot about that stuff. <laughs> Don't worry, I have extras. All right. I think cool. I asked everybody except for Merlin. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I got my like uh, haircut and stuff, and like a satchel of books. Yeah, I spent my next four years asking to borrow pencils and paper. <laughs> Dude, Johnny, I swear <laughs> to God, I think you actually do that and said that in, in episode one. Awesome. So yeah, you uh, you all claim your beds and uh. Have a little bit of a breather to set up and get acquainted with each other. You do know that at 11 o'clock sharp, you are meant to all meet up in the auditorium for an assembly from uh, Headmaster Wake. Are we sorting into our houses? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, you got to wear the sorting hat. You got to figure out what house you're going in. No, uh, it's just kind of like a a welcome, little welcoming, uh, you know, greeting on the first day of the academy. Is there going to be a feast? You don't know. You guys don't really know much about this. Uh, other than it said attendance mandatory and it's supposed to be like a meet and greet slash uh, welcoming ceremony. Are you guys excited for the ceremony? Word. Heck yeah. Yes. I don't know if there, I don't know if there'd be any snacks. Ubo, you should bring that bag of some treats. Yeah. I got some dank stuff in here. 
I'm already 12 beers deep. Let's go. <laughs> it's 10.38. We better go now before we're late. Are you allowed to drink on campus, Clyde? Yeah. No one I said I couldn't. <laughs> Give me one of those. Never had that. I got oh, plenty Jesus. of them. Oh, Jesus. We're all going to get drunk go to this thing. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had one either. You both never had one until episode 30. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't say that. That was the first time I drank, wasn't it? Uh, I, I don't. That? I don't think you. I don't, I don't know if you specifically said it was the first time you drank, but you do say that Uba doesn't really drink. So, uh, yeah, so maybe this day of, right here is, because is reason the reason why, why Uba doesn't really drink. <laughs> maybe something goes fucking whack. How do I do this? Or you just pop the top and drink it, man. Just just pretend it's like water. Is there a faster way? Oh yes, there is. <laughs> what is it? You take your little turtle claw. You poke a hole in the bottom. You open the top, and you just. Slurp it. Turtle claw. Turtle claw. Turtle claw. You got claws? You're a little turtle man, right? You got I got claws. claws. Yeah, use your claw. I thought you meant you had a turtle claw no. in your pocket. <laughs> you, absurd. as a turtle, use your claw. I'll use my knife with my antler right. on it. Okay. And just Let's do it. this. Ready? Yeah. I just swallowed my gum. <laughs> was Uvo chewing gum or is that Sean? <laughs> Sean. I really swallowed my gum. Doing that stupid noise. <laughs> Man, you're oh. done for now. I can't poop for a week. Man. That's one thing you just don't do. There's one disadvantage to being a big robot. <laughs> so, uh, well... Speaking of the big robot, um, all tracks did point out that it's 1030. It's probably going to take about five minutes to walk to the auditorium, but all tricks <laughs> is trying to get you guys to leave at 1030. We shouldn't be late. So maybe we could be, uh, <laughs> maybe we could get in, be getting a couple more drinks on the way or, uh, while walking <laughs> in the hallway. <laughs> in the hallway. You ever all done right. one of those, Clyde? I, I might try one. Yeah, <laughs> man. I got plenty of them, man. Go for it. <laughs> You want to poke a hole and slurp it too? Well, I don't know about all that, but do you have different flavors or what is it? Just a one time, uh, one one deal thing? No, it's all one flavor. And Bad. Then you, <laughs> you just drink them. What's it taste like? Uh, it tastes like you ever had barley and hops? No. It was like you put that in water, you just let it sit for a long time, and then you drink it. Oh, okay. <laughs> tastes real earthy. Oh, it tastes like the earth. I love the earth. Mm-hmm. All right. I knew you would. Let's try her out. Uh, give me another one of those. <laughs> Go for it, man. <laughs> I'll take like three more. Okay, that'd be good. You want to put some in your uh, turtle shell and we can drink some at the assembly? Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Because all I got is skinny pelts. I can't hide them. Is that where your future um, <laughs> coffee machine is? A little <laughs> compartment there. Poop. <laughs> Chug it, chug it, chug it. <laughs> What'd you think, man? Pretty good stuff, huh? Horrible. That was, oh, I don't even, I, I have no words for that. Tastes like a moldy tree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I'm getting a little dizzy though. That's good. It's, it's working, man. I'm getting <laughs> very, good. I'm getting very sleepy. <laughs> little did we know, we become Scrimmore superiors. <laughs> all, all tracks. Um, seeing your your three teammate or roommates, I mean, uh, dormates, I guess. Um, drinking this, you went over the student handbook multiple times prior to coming in. It never explicitly said anywhere you weren't supposed to drink, but somehow you still feel pretty uncomfortable about this. <laughs> I uh, I don't think this was a good idea, guys. Uh-oh. I don't think so either. I, I can't even see straight. I think the robot's getting mad. I don't feel very good. I feel kind of weird. <laughs> I think you should walk a little bit behind me. What's he okay. saying? Beep, beep, bop, boop. <laughs> what is, what is this stuff anyways? We start mocking you. <laughs> Hang on, I pick up a kid. <laughs> That's offensive. <laughs> that is. Don't do that. Boop, boop. <laughs> beep, boop, well, beep. Well, us three hit it off really good. I'm gonna start pushing no like on his like buttons. There's no buttons there, but I'm just pushing stuff. <laughs> They need to do- Guys, <laughs> wait, wait, no, wait. Look at that shiny butt, guys. Oh my god, it's so shiny. <laughs> Me and Merlin go inspect the butt. <laughs> I'm just still going. That, uh, that's not comfortable. This is- <laughs> stop doing right, that. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. Sorry. This is off the rails already. I think I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think this was going to be the first 10 minutes th- the three people that can get drunk are going to get drunk and then roast <laughs> oh man you guys have to like fucking like alter my like humored chip while I sleep or something at night well no I just night. I I like it because I really do picture that this is why Altrex becomes Altrex, you know? He, like, starts as this very by-the-book strict robot, and then eventually these fucking <laughs> three like, dudes. He's just like, fuck it. 1040 rolls around, and you all... Great, we're late. You guys all make it to the auditorium, and much like on the first day, or first episode, pardon me, uh, where you guys saw Headmaster Wake standing outside waiting, and you guys were the last people to arrive? Mm-hmm. It's like polar opposites, baby. You guys are the first ones to arrive for this one. And she looks over at you for and uh, nods, says, "Oh, well, welcome. You all are a little early. Uh, let me, let me. Don't tell me. Altrex, Merlin, Ubo, and Clyde. Yep, yep. Yes, no, ma'am. I, how do you know that? I'm Clyde. <laughs> I, I know. I." Specifically pointed at you and said, "Clyde." And this is Beboot. Zoltrex. That's that's highly Stop offensive. It. He's a warforged. I may need to request a dorm room change. <laughs> um, Merlin's oh, got on, his it, here. You three. Uh, we. Yeah, Merlin. Merlin's got his arms like like behind him, and he's standing up as straight as he can <laughs> with his big eyes. Like he's super worried. Okay, <laughs> she's gonna find out. Merlin? I say, I'm just kidding. I slap his shiny butt. <laughs> 
Okay. Merlin, <laughs> you're creeping me out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why don't you three head on in? I just need to talk to Altrex here just for. I got a question, sec. though. Yeah, what's quick. up? Are we allowed to uh, drink on campus? <laughs> After hours? Uh, in oh, moderation, it's okay. All right. You really don't want uh, to be yeah. like drinking and going to class. Yeah, nothing to worry about. Yeah. Nothing. Okay. Nothing at all. They drink in the hallways. Wow, you rat. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> wait. <laughs> Thanks a lot, you bebop. <laughs> wait, wait a second. It is 10 40 in the morning at the moment. Drink what in the hallways? Water. It's five o'clock somewhere. Tree water. Yeah, tree water. <laughs> Claude okay. told us to drink it. He said it was like juice. Some Whoa. unknown substance. <laughs> I was very thirsty. I almost passed out. Okay, look, you three go grab a seat, please. I need to talk to Altrex just for one moment. Okay. All right. Fine. And you guys walk into this one, and it is a big, wide-open auditorium. Nobody's in here yet. So you guys got your pick of seats. I was sitting in a far backwards dark. I grab the first seat and carry it with me. <laughs> no, the, the seats, the seats are attached. He just rips one out of the grass. <laughs> she said, I "Grab the seat." I'm trying to pick it up. Uh, she leans over and looks in there. Merlin, they they're bolted. Oh, that's my bad. I, oh, okay. I'll go this way. So you guys are heading towards the top row. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. Like, yeah, I'll follow. Clyde. Okay, uh, like in the movie theater, top row is the best row. Uh, you guys all, you three, head up, and she's talking to you, Altrex, and she says, "Listen, it was you were late to register. There was no other rooms available, <laughs> so I am stuck with these three. Yeah. Yeah, there was, there is nothing else. Nothing, nowhere. I see. It's our last year, you know, we are, we sold out, I guess you could say. I don't think that's how you really say it when you're talking about a school, but we filled up. We don't have any rooms left for this last Enrollment. year. Enrollment's full. I understand. But were they, were these three really drinking alcohol at 1030 in the morning? The tall blue one had six. <laughs> Shiny cans. <laughs> they were red and white. And he passed them out. They all drank them. Uh, at this point, uh, you see Altrex. Barry, you would recognize them, and Altrex in year four would definitely recognize them. None other than the Funky Four arriving. So Altrex sees Quickness of Turtle, the Tabaxi, Artificer, uh, Minley, the uh, half elf warlock. Uh, you see Uthor, the dragonborn paladin, and you see Claire, the dwarf uh, barbarian, and with the beefy calves, with the beefy beefy calves, and they uh, all four walk up and kind of queue up behind you to talk to uh, Headmaster Wake before they enter into the room. So Headmaster Wake kind of gives you a head nod. You go on and join your friends i guess <laughs> and altrex uh as the four of them are approaching you uthor is getting up and he's the one that's like right behind you queued up to talk to headmaster wake and 
you just hear, and he sneezes right on the back of your head. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry about that, buddy. I just, I just is these dragon dude. dragonborn allergies, man. Look, without turning to my body, my head spins like 360 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> spins 360 degrees and looks at him and he just says, I'll remember that. And then I just walk away. Can I, can I zing a full beer at him? <laughs> you cannot see them. Uh, so you guys all have the center spot right in the top of the auditorium. And uh, eventually more students start to file in and fill up the rest of the room. And at 11 o'clock sharp, Headmaster Wake and Klug both enter the room and close the door behind them. Headmaster Wake then goes up to the podium at the front of the room. How many people are we talking? I believe we've said that there are 40 people in this class. So I guess this room is uh, 40 seats. So if you really picture that, that would be like kind of a small-ish movie theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big movie theaters, you know, seat a couple hundred, but so this would be a smallish movie theater. After everybody's seated and she approaches the podium, welcome everybody to the Scrimmore Academy. I hope you all found your dorms well enough and that you've all had a chance to formally introduce yourself to your roommates. I want each and every one of you to look around this room. Somewhere in this room, there is greatness. You are all here for a reason. No matter what that reason is, you have a reason and you deserve to be here. All that is left is to prove it. Prove it to us, prove it to your schoolmates, to your roommates, and most importantly, prove it to yourself. Because you matter and you can make a change and you could be that greatness in the room. Now, I know it's getting near lunchtime, so I'm going to keep things brief. We here at the Academy want you all to know that just because you are the last class to graduate from the school, that we will not be going easy on you all. You can expect the same exact treatment that students have received at the Academy for the last 90 years. And that includes your first test as a cohesive group with you and your roommates. If your team successfully finishes the challenge, you will be all allowed to skip one and only one midterm exam. Now, are there any volunteers to go first? The quicker you're done, the quicker you get to go to lunch. Raise my hand, too. <laughs> um, yeah, you two in the back. I, I'm guessing there's two more. Oh, wait, oh wait I, yeah. It's, wait. Are you volunteering us too, Altrax? Yeah, we're a group. I'll go. Oh God! Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm feeling right, man. And three of us are smashed. Altrax, Merlin, <laughs> Clyde, Ubo, come on down. Come on down. I'm, I'm holding Altrax's right, back or something. <laughs> <laughs> you have to kind of shimmy through uh, the people that have, uh, you know, came in to the right and left of you all. Um, How do I get through there? I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, hey, I can, need an adult. Can you, can you guys get up for me? Because I, I can't get through here. You got to walk sideways, man. 
They uh, will say that there's four people on either side of you, uh, and they all look at each other and look at you, and they get up and kind of do that awkward shift out to the aisleway <laughs> with the stairs. Excuse me. Pardon me. Thank you. I appreciate that. And then they that. go back. Well, this this here is Klug. I'm not sure. Some of you may have met Klug before. Some may not have. Um, he is going to lead you to your first test as a group. So um, do everything that Klug says. Listen to Klug. And again, remember, one guaranteed A on a midterm is at stake here. So try your best. Roger that. This guy seems like an idiot. Everybody, it's your dungeon master Adam DeWeese here. Thank you all so much for taking the time out of your day and listening to this week's episode of Halfway to Heroes. We have another great sponsor to talk about this week, and that sponsor is Podcorn. Do you have a podcast or are you looking to start up a podcast? Then you need to go over to podcorn.com or click the link in the show notes below, set up an account, and start to send off pitches to a wide variety of different sponsors that are looking for podcasts to pair up with, no matter what size your podcast is, small to big, there's going to be a sponsor that's going to be a good fit for your show. I promise. With Podcorn, there is no middleman. You just browse and choose the right platform. Uh, you set your own rate. You collaborate with the brands directly without any exclusivities. You never give up any kind of rights or anything to your podcast, and Podcorn is there to support you every step of the way to ensure that your show is protected and you're compensated for the work that you do for the brands. We have had nothing but amazing experiences with Podcorn, and we highly suggest it to everybody out there with a podcast. So again, click the link in the show notes below or head over to podcorn.com. Hey, if you're listening to this, that means that you are most likely a fan of this show and or all of our other shows. So if you haven't checked out all the shows on the Majestic Goose Network yet, head over to MajesticGoose.com and click around, browse all of our other shows on there like uh, Halfway to Heroes, One Shot Onslaught, Roll for Weird, Dice Talk, and Shitty Cowboys. 
And follow us on Twitch because we have a lot of exclusive Twitch shows also, like Modris Bloodsport Association, every Monday night at 5 o'clock Eastern to 7 o'clock Eastern. Solo Rolling, where I play solo Dungeons and Dragons without a Dungeon Master, every Thursday at 7.30 Eastern. And then we sprinkle in one-shots with our patrons all the time. So if you're not a patron, you can sign up for as low as $1 a month and play in one-shots with me, your Dungeon Master Adam DeWeese. Uh, once a month or so, usually more than once a month, to be honest. And that's right, that's eligible to patrons from $1 and up. Also, you can get access to episodes early. This episode went out a week ago on our Patreon feed with no mid-roll and with no outro, just the episode edited a uh, full week early. So uh, check that out. We are doing pretty well. As of like almost the whole last month, we have hit every single episode drop um, at least a few days early, if not a full week early, and ad-free on a special uh, podcast feed for our patrons. So again, you can go to patreon.com slash one-shot onslaught or bit.ly slash halfway to Patreon. And our Twitch link is bit.ly slash majestic twitch or twitch.tv slash majestic goose network. I'll let you all get right back into the show. It's a very good one. Very excited for you all to hear how it ends. And I'll talk to you at the end before all the outtakes. Bye, everybody. leads you for all down the hallway and he leads you to what you would eventually learn is the magic corridor uh the magic section of the school and then he leads you all into the room that is usually meant to teach evocation magic and destructive magic but all the tables and desks are missing from the room uh, in the center of the room is a square trap door all right you all are going to need that diagram in the back corner of the room right there. Read the poem. You're going to need that lever and that red button. And this golden door right here won't open unless you've solved the puzzle. So if you want lunch, you're going to want to try to solve it quickly, please. Like the the, the, the trap door is golden? Like the square trap? Door? Uh, no. So the trap door is a regular uh, trap door, like a, a sturdy wooden trap door. The door that you all walked into was 
Uh, it's not like solid gold, but it's gilded gold. Like it's at least plated gold on the inside of the room. So, uh, any questions before I skedaddle? Is this like an escape room? It's kind <laughs> of like an escape room, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love those. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, Klug just uh, backs out of the room, uh, looks at you for and says, before the doors close, I do just want to say, I think we are going to be real good friends. And then the door slides shut in front wait, of him. Wait, wait, do we get our three clues? <laughs> and you don't hear an answer, Merlin. Oh, God, guys, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this. I walk up to the diagram. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read some stuff, and then I'm going to send you guys some stuff. Okay. And I want to try to make it so that I read it well enough so that people listening to the podcast can also try to kind of like follow along and do the puzzle and stuff uh, without, it. without it. So uh, bear with me. The poem puzzle that's next to. So again, it is lever. If you pull down the lever and let go, it just goes back up and nothing happens. Um, and then there's a red button next to it. And there's a poem. And then a diagram. So, uh, and then trap door in the middle of the room. So, the poem is this. Seven floors down, the iron guard fumes. Between three liquids, two burning, but one spells its doom. There's also a skeleton, shiny coins, and cool air. You'll need two of three, and the third one for spare. The gilded door's lock is hungry for bone, formed into a key of cooled fire stone. The key's mold sits in the lifting floor, where the guardian stands, just bone, stone, and no more. One liquid washes all else down the drain, leaving only the key and a guardian slain. The coins are a prize if you clear the way but you've only got one chance or they'll melt away. If you fail, we'll refill the zones, but we're low on skeletons, so we'll need your bones. To move the lift car, just pump the lever. Once for each floor, bottom to top, nothing too clever. Hit the red button to open the lift doors, figure it out, and the key prize is yours. Then move north through the door of gold, more adventure awaits the clever and bold. Yeah, the only thing I got from that was you pump the thing and you go <laughs> up a floor. There's seven floors, three liquids, two burning, one spells its doom. You look back at that golden door, the gilded door that Klug uh, left behind. And again, it's just that like plated gold door with a keyhole in the center of it. This is what the evocation door usually looks like, but usually it's either open or if it's closed at the end of the class, the the teacher will unlock the door and open it up. <laughs> this is a crazy escape room. Based on my knowledge of things. <laughs> okay. um, should should we um, explain the diagram to the people? Yeah, I don't so think they, uh, they can't see that. Listeners, the diagram is pretty much a straight up and down elevator shaft. 
And on the left, there are four compartments and they each have a door holding in their contents and, and like slant up and they're kind of like slanted so that if the door opens while the elevator shaft is on that floor it will fall into the elevator shaft do you guys know what all those are just before i say them water the fire bottom one. acid uh water fire acid and a skeleton and then on the right is a pile of shiny gold coins and then so it goes Floor one is where the go- the elevator shaft currently is. Floor two is water. Floor three is lava. Floor four is gold. Floor five is acid. Floor six is skeleton. Floor seven is an empty shaft. And then or going down away from the elevator. And then floor eight is where you guys are all are on. So is, if we pump the lever, is there a way to go up and down or does it just go up? Roll a straight-up intelligence check, everybody, to try to figure out how this lever works. Ubo rolled real good. So I'm just wondering, so we can just pump him up to, like, the acid or fire and just open the doors? Yeah, but he has the key. Oh, he's got the key. Right? No, no, no. The key key is made of... Hang on, where's it at? Bone and stone. Bone and stone. Bone, stone, and no more. So, hang on. Only the key and a guardian's flame. Bone formed into key of cooled firestone. You all could mess around with the lever a little bit and kind of test it out. And what it what you do is, if you pump it twice, the lever twice, and hit the red button... You will hear the elevator raise up what sounds like two floors about. Uh, it, it will, you'll hear it kind of raise, click, raise, click and get closer to you. And then, uh, say it's on floor, what you think is like floor two or three. If you then hit pumped it once and hit the red button, you would hear it getting further away from you and you would hear it going down. So pretty much however many times you pump it, that's what floor it will go to. So you can make it go up and down. Guys, I think I got it. I, I think I got I'm it. I'm not usually this smart, but I think I got it. All right. So first thing we need to do is mold the key, right? Yes. Mm. It says the gilded doors log is hunger for bone formed into a key of cool fire stone. The key's mold sits in the lifting floor where the guardian stands. Mm-hmm. So I say we lift from the floor to burn his ass, lift, put him back down to floor one, and it washes all, it cools it down, right? We don't really need to cool him down. You just want well, the thing is, if you if you burn him, he might burn our key. Isn't there something we need no, from we're, this? We're forming the key, man. So we don't need anything in the creature hole here. This golem down here, does he have something we need or can we just burn that whole He is the cubicle? key, man. He's the key. So we don't want to kill it. Well, no. Uh, you all roll me a arcana check. This might be where Ubo shines. Even level one Ubo. Ooh, yeah, it is where Ubo shines. An 18. Wow. Uh, oh, this is before Ultrex got his do- Dosset. Uh, yeah, everything sucks. 
negative one. That's fine because Ubo could point out to you all that iron golems are completely immune to any kind of heat or fire damage. Well, that's not gonna work. <clears throat> so we need so we need the acid to kill them. So what is this? So the what's the key made out of? Fire cooled bone. Or cooled fire stone. So that's what it is. Formed into a key of cooled fire stone. The key's mold. The Gilda's door lock is hungry for I'm bone. Hungry for bone. Formed into a key of cooled fire stone. So we need the bone. Yeah, so let's so bring up the level six. We need the skeleton. Get the skeleton in there. Drop him down to floor two. Burn everything together. Floor one. So one of these we don't need, right? Somebody said that. It says on there that there's... One liquid washes all else down the drain. Well, there's a skeleton, shiny coins, and cool air. You'll need two of the three and a third for the spare. I bet the acid washes everything down the drain. It probably burns everything. So... It says the coins are a prize... With my but not to melt them. With my scientific yeah. knowledge, I know that water neutralizes acid. So, whatever we use the acid for, the water is going to uh-huh. neutralize it to where we can get whatever. Should we kill the dude with acid? Uh, so that's the only way we're going to kill him because he's resistant to heat. So, mm. well, the guys, the thing is, if you take him straight to acid. <laughs> and drop the acid in there, and the coins are just going to pour below them. The coins aren't open. Like, we'd have to open that trap door, though. No, when you open a door, I think all the doors open, right? It only, no. no, it only opens one door. Yes. So oh, if we take him up to well, the acid guys, and burn him. Yeah, we can't do this in one shot, man. Well, guys, I'm, well, I'm thinking go ahead and pour, open the coin door and then just pull the guy all the way up to the seventh floor. The coins would be up top, and then we'd drop him down in the right corner there. What is that? Floor? What is that? Yeah, what is that top one for? That's the slanted one? The trap he would just shit, fall down in there. He'd be trapped. But he we still need the key. Out. We need the key to open the door. Guys, you said there weren't no keys or anything in there. The key mold. We have to make oh, it. He is a key. Yeah, the, there's the no, key in mold. In the floor. The key mold is in the floor of the elevator. Yeah. But it's... Uh, oh, oh, formed well, with fine. fire, bone, and then cooled with water. Yeah. So wait a minute. Okay, what if we pumped it up to the open chamber on the top right? Open that door and let the iron dude go inside. And then he's trapped in that open tunnel right there. Can we just do that? Can we just move him around like that? I'll see why not. You guys could play with the levers, yeah, yeah. as much as you guys want. And, and then... Let's try that. Then... We got the skeleton. Like we go down and we get the skeleton, and we drop the skeleton all the way down to the ground on top of the key mold. Okay. The key and mold is inside the elevator. No, he said it's in the floor of the elevator, like the actual elevator, or yeah, the, right, like underneath the elevator in the platform, right? I I think it's in the elevator, right? It yeah, is in the elevator. Drop yeah. the yeah. skeleton into okay, the so elevator. Okay, so we pull the that. skeleton in the elevator, and then we drop down to the fire, and then. Melt the skeleton mm-hmm. so it goes into the mold with the fire in there. Drop it down to the water, and it cools it. We have the key. 
And then the acid washes well, all, the all the we'd have Whoa. all the fire and everything inside there, so we would have to figure out how to. Hmm. I don't know. It's shit. It's definitely going to be something like that, though. Skeleton. Well, if we, yeah, I don't know. Because if we put the if we put the fire in there on top of the skeleton, melt them, and then cool it with water, there's going to be an elevator full of just. Well, let's cool just open rock. the door for a few seconds so it covers the floor. <laughs> is that an option? I don't think so. <laughs> no. no, it all this goes is, These are like one and dons, yes. Well, my fear is that that would leave the acid, and if we pulled the magma rock, like cooled rock fire in there and then dropped the acid onto it, it would clear all that out and wash it away, but would the mold still be there? Would it wash out the key mold, too? Yeah, it's a, it's a magic key, man. It's resistant to all. Is that what it says? Right? One liquid washes all else down the drain, leaving only the key and the guardian slain. It says we'll need two of the three and the third for a spare, too. So one of those we don't necessarily need, I think. It's got to be the coins. And well, the cool air is the spare. One liquid washes all else down the drain, leaving only the key and a guardian slain. So I'm thinking like... The key will still if be there. One of these liquids is gonna wash everything down the drain except the key, and it's gonna kill that guardian. I think it's the acid. What if we're just supposed to say "fuck the gold" and use it as the mold for the mold? I don't it know. Says fire and stone. Maybe we're supposed to not be greedy here. Yeah the the gilded door's lock is hungry for bone, so. Hey, you need metal dude, for a key. I'm guessing. Dude, I'm thinking. It says that. bone. I'm thinking bone and stone, man. Bone I think and we stone. pump up, dude. Drop him in the empty tank or the empty shaft. Go down, pick up skeleton. Hit fire. Hit water and cool it. Then drop the acid into it to wash it all away. And then we got the key left and the the mold. I'm down for that. That's my guess. All right. I want to pump the lever. Who's going to push the button? We got to pump it. Beep, boop, beep, boop. One. <laughs> so look, like how there's like spots in between each thing. Is that an extra it, pump? No, it's uh, he. The guardian is on what's considered floor one. Right. Water's two. Fire's three. Okay. Gold's four. Acid's five. Skeleton's six. Seven is the empty one. And eight is where you all are. All right. So pump, if I pump it six seven, times, seven it times. goes up to level seven. No, you pump it seven and then hit the button. Yeah, seven okay. and then you hit te- the button. You tell it. You tell it what? Let's see if we can drop him in the little shaft, little trap shaft. Yeah, because we don't need him, right? Yeah. I don't think we need him. Wanna- so you pump it. You pump it seven times mm-hmm. and hit that button, and you all hear that grinding noise getting closer to the top of that trap door and as it does you hear it kind of stop momentarily on each floor just uh, pause and click and you hear it pause and click a seventh time and a grinding noise as if a door is opening but you don't hear anything after that do these doors stay open once we open them they do not Okay, so he didn't move. He didn't get out. <laughs> he didn't get out. I think. I think we need to like um, do something to him to like activate him, and then that would 
I want to drop him down to level three. Hang on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Drop him down to level three, like Johnny said, which is the coins. No. Lava's the lava. three. No, the lava's he's two on pumps. one. Where he's at, he's already at level one. Oh, he's two, immune three, to four. lava. Well, what if you dropped him down to four and fill the room of, that he's in, fill the shaft with coins, oh, and then you go up to water. the blank... Well, not the water, because we need the water to cool. Oh, that's true. If you fill yeah, it with yeah, coins, yeah. then go up to the blank one and I dump see. it in there. The coins will force them out. Man, that's a lot of beer money. Y'all drink all my beer. That's a- I think that's a good idea. That way he has to go. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What if he's got like some kind of uh, boots on that are like entangling him to <laughs> nah. the ground? Because the way it's tilted, he'd slide on in there with the coins. Yeah, like the coins would force him out. That's what I'm I thinking. Know. I don't yeah. know, but he's just still standing let's on vote. a flat plaque. It's going to be two to mode. two. It is going to yeah. be two to two. That's Fuck the, it, that's the only way he's going to get out. You let's know? try it. And if Barry's wrong, he owes all of us 2,000 gold. All right, so it sounds like we're going to fill the chamber with the gold coins on 4-4. Yes. Four, four. Yep. So I pump it down three times, right? To go down to four. You just seven, pump four. four. You tell you like tell it what uh, okay. four you want it to go to. So you pump it four times, hit the red button, you hear it grinding, getting uh, quieter as it's going down lower into the floor, and then you hear this wash of... Everybody roll me a perception check really quick, please. Let's see, is that one I could do good on? Can't wait to roll another five. A plus one, yeah. yeah. Six. <laughs> oh my god, Aldrich, you, you are true to your form as a level one. What are we rolling? perception. Johnny, oh. you really did roll another five. <laughs> oh, a five. Oh, man. Uh, Merlin, what do you have as your bonus? One. What? Twelve. Oh, but, okay. Merlin, uh, you hear... You're kind of bracing and, like, listening and trying to... Ex- kind of expecting like this rush of golden coins uh, filling this chamber, but... The sound's a lot lighter than you would imagine. It sounds more like like maybe almost like uh like a rush of waterfall of like plastic or something. Oh, so they're fake. This has worked. The plan worked. It's genius. Mm. But it sounded so quiet. I don't think the I don't think the golem flew down the tunnel. Well, we didn't try that yet. This that was, was just filling it. The coin but was, now, okay. raising it up to try to make him fall down the ch- tunnel, I'm going to have him roll a strength saving throw. We're going to say that the DC, we're not going to make it super high. We're going to make so it this an 11. could not work. So this <laughs> might not work if this golem is able to hold fast against this wave of plastic gold coins. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to, the DC is going to be 11. I'm going to roll it. Whoa, okay, yeah, you hear a rush of coins, Merlin, again, but you don't hear any kind of, like, solid solid thunk at the end of it, like you would imagine if the golem was washed down the platform, too. Yeah, I told you, God, I don't think that worked. It would have. I I, I did. If it rolls so fucking high. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, well. I say we just pump it up to three. Melt them uh, down to one, cool it down, or down to two, cool it down, 
We need the bone, though. Oh, yeah. So pump it up to six. Get that skeleton in there. He just needs to be dead, right? Yeah. So we don't have stone, though. Well, and this, the, the lava is the going to be the stone. Right. How so is we get the skeleton the in there. Because when it cools, it turns a rock. Come on, man, Mr. Fucking Science. Yeah, but the water is supposed <laughs> to cool Mr. the magma. Science. If yeah, you're just going to pour it in, the, the, the magma is just going to stay there with him. Plus, he's resistant to heat. But it's going to form the key. We don't want. We don't care if he's dead or right now. We might have to fight him. The water's going to cool it, and then we're going to go up to acid, and acid's going to break everything down and wash it away with the fucking golem slain. It's going to kill him. And then dump the water on it. To it's going like- to cool it down, and then we're going to dump the acid on it to wash everything away. So Clyde's saying skeleton... Lava, Lava, water, acid. acid. Yeah, that makes sense. Lava, water, acid. Nothing else yeah. has worked yet. Why are you guys fighting me on this? <laughs> I think I think that makes sense. Let's go with your way. Let's try Who's it. Who's fighting you on that? <laughs> We've tried nothing and roll out of ideas. <laughs> All right, let's try. All right, is that the plan? Is yeah. that what we're going for? I'm going to pump it up to six. Get that little yeah, skeleton Clyde. in there. <laughs> Watch. You, uh, you're, you're only at four right now. Oh, wait, no, 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 you're at one, or you're at seven right now, so you just hear it go down one floor, mm-hmm. and you hear some rattling of bones fall into the the elevator shaft. And then we'll Send it, it down, down to three. Three? Fire. Yeah. yeah. And, or lava. You hit the red button, and the l- lava presumably rushes in. Then we'll hit it down to two. And when you hit that button, you all see a stack of steam start to come out of the creases and the edges around the um, trap door. Yeah, and pump it up to five. One, two, yes, five, the acid. And then uh, Clyde slams on the button, and you all smell this really acrid smell it smells kind of like sulfur melted down metal uh Claude, you've got a little bit of blacksmithing experience even at this point minimal i think when you came into the school and uh you probably would recognize the smell of metal being burnt by acid mm-hmm. uh you maybe had to have done that before in blacksmithing before it's cringed um and yeah, then what's what's uh, the next step? I'm gonna pump that bad boy up to eight. And you hit the red button, and uh, after a couple moments, you hear it grinding up closer and louder and louder. And the elevator shaft eventually bumps into the trap door and springs it open. And inside, you see this cage raise up. And it's still kind of smoking and sizzling. Actually, really quick. Everybody make me a dexterity saving throw real quick as a bunch of acid starts to spill out from the elevator. Oh, thank shaft. God. 17. 16. Obviously, no one's going to die from this, but just for kind of visuals, we see that Altrex, Ubo, both. Really quick, 
jump up on like a uh uh there's no desk or anything in here but you guys could like jump up on like a um a wall fixture and grab onto it uh merlin and uh and clyde as this uh gate opens up and uh, uh, some acid spills out across the floor it gets on both of your guys's feet and burns through the bottom of your shoes clyde you're probably gonna need to get a new pair of uh flip-flops or something man Oh, not so good flops, man. Those look nice. <laughs> and uh, we'll see that it, it does uh, six points of damage to you two. Um, but eventually, the acid doesn't last long. It kind of eats through the floor a little bit and uh, leaves a little bit of indentation. But looking around the room, you can see spots in the floor that look like they have probably been burnt away before and have been kind of fixed over either through magical means or just straight concrete. Um, but after the acid all burns away into the ground, you then see in the floor of the elevator shaft, uh, no iron golem, uh, maybe some like flecks of iron golem spread around the floor and no stone, but you do see in the center floor, a skeleton key, quite literally a skeleton key made out of bone. <laughs> Good call, blue guy. <laughs> yeah. It was almost one hundred percent, except you were supposed to hit that last uh down slope to yeah. and dump let the out acid. the excess acid. Yeah. But other than that, flawless and you got a key. Alright, now nice. that we got the key. What do we do with this key now? We take it to the golden door. Oh, it makes sense. I'll walk over and pick it up out of the mold. Move north through the door of gold. Is the key hot? That's all it says. No, it was cooled down by the water, man. Yeah, we'll oh, say that the oh, door yeah. that you guys all walked into was to the north. That clue led you guys into. Yeah, it just says, move north through the golden door, or the door gold. More adventure awaits the clever, clever and bold. bold. So I pick up the key and I walk over to the golden door and... Stick it into the keyhole and turn. And the doors slide open and you, you see Klug there. Hey, <laughs> more adventure in gold and bold. <laughs> this way. And he leads you all to the cafeteria. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's your Dungeon Master Adam DeWeese again. I want to give a big special thank you to all of you for listening, but a special thank you, special, special thank you to all of our current patrons. So thank you so much, Tiana H., Robert C., The Lawful Stupid Podcast, Jeremy Fair, Weaver S., Zoltar, Loki Strike, Jason Pravat, Bradley M., Danny T., Brittany D., Jim, Bay Area Beer Socials, Remus S., Jorian Drake, Jurundu, Jean Lorber, and Danny M., these fine folks are keeping all the shows on the Majestic Goose Network running. 
They are helping us with all of the wide variety of hosting fees for the website, for all the different podcast feeds, equipment upgrades, editing software, music software, music. It Really, the list goes on and on, and we're up to five shows now, and that's not even counting the Twitch shows, uh, so I think we're up to about eight, nine shows now. So this Patreon page is truly, truly keeping us going. And if you think that $1 a month, if that's all that you're able to pledge at the moment, if you think that that's you know, not going to make a difference, I promise it's going to make a difference. And we love to see the list of names grow also. $1 patrons, $30 patrons, no matter what you are, it means so much to us to see the list of patrons grow. I know uh, things are tight out there right now. So if you can't quite pull the trigger on the Patreon, no worries. We have a lot of other ways for you to support our shows. You can leave us a five-star rating review if you haven't yet. We are getting close to a 100 of those on this show. Really would like to hit a 100. That would make us so happy. Telling a friend about the show is one of the biggest things you can do. We are still the size of podcast where, seriously, getting one new listener means so much to us. Joining our Discord and just hanging out with us uh, and chatting about the show and, you know, just everything that's going on in your day and tabletops in general and video games, you can go to bit.ly slash one shot discord or bit.ly slash halfway to discord to get in there. There's a lot of ways for you to support our shows without ever spending a dollar. You can follow us on Twitch, bit.ly slash majestic twitch. And also, if you do have some money to spend and it's the holiday season, if you want to buy somebody some Majestic Goose merch, you can go to MajesticGoose.com slash shop, and we've got a lot of really cool merch there that you can browse around and check out. If you enjoyed the puzzle that was in this episode, that was from Puzzle Master. It is a Dungeon Master's Guild, all puzzle supplement. This one was from James Intracasso, who has been on a Twitch channel before uh, to stream his gaming system, Burnbright. And it's got uh, puzzles from Celeste Conowich and Empty Black. It is an amazing resource to have. You can never have too many puzzles in your D&D campaign. So if you want that, you can head over to DM's Guild and search for Puzzle Master, or you can click the link in our show notes below. We will have that in there for this episode. Definitely go and check that out. And again, uh, that is all I've got for you. So enjoy these outtakes and thank you all so much for listening to this episode. And we are very excited to kick off the next arc coming up soon. Bye, everybody. One, two, three. Okay. That's good. This is going to be weird because it's not going to be Barry doing a recap. Okay. Here we go. Finally. There's nothing to recap. <laughs> I know. Get a break. Recap your life, Barry. <laughs> Barry, what, yeah, what <laughs> led Arnold tracks here? Recap everything. No, We've uh, talked about this before. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he was a throwaway bot. Come on, guys. Yeah, I was trash bot. <laughs> trash bot. <laughs> I, I didn't even fight in the war. I was the garbage disposal. <laughs> he, he cleaned him up. <laughs> You're like you're like Jeff coming to that Survivor show. Remember he'd go to the finale, chopping through the grass. <laughs> exactly <laughs> to get to school. A majestic goose podcast. Honk. A majestic goose podcast. Honk.